So today we're going to talk about uh, semaglutide, the injectable weight loss medication, the clinical studies that led to its FDA approval for weight loss, and our experience with it <clears throat> at Allure with our employees who wanted to lose weight in our South Carolina location. We did one additional activity. So semaglutide is a <clears throat> drug that's in the form for obesity is um, an injectable that's once per week, and its brand name is Wagovi. There's another form called Ozempic that's the same drug at a different dose that's used for diabetes. Now, these medications are of a class of medications called GLP-1 agonists and glucagon-like peptide GLP-1 agonists. It's a peptide hormone that regulates insulin and blood sugar. It has effects in the brain, the pancreas, and the gut, probably other organs as well, and helps to lower blood sugar, improve cardiometabolic features in a, in a person that has diabetes or is overweight and helps them lose weight. Now, the drug was copying a pathway of metformin. Metformin is the most common drug for diabetes. It's a generic drug, so you don't hear about it much. It's not that sexy because it's been around a long time. It was very effective. And metformin is also being um, tested as a, a longevity drug. So I'm only going to talk about metformin in the, because it, it does play into this a little bit. And metformin um, works on the GLP-1 pathway as well, in addition to other, other effects. So in the GLP-1 uh, agonists were first FDA approved for diabetes. It was noted that patients with diabetes who were using the GLP-1 agonists not only had better management of the blood sugar, better cardiometabolic profiles. It looked like they would probably live longer and have less cardiovascular events, but they also lost weight. So they've become very effective and common for the treatment of diabetes. And there's been different forms of GLP-1 uh, agonists. And when we're talking about a semaglutide, which is FDA approved for obesity uh, last year. In fact, it was so popular uh, for obesity treatment that the drug company ran out of it. And there's a big shortage at the time I'm doing this recording. This will probably catch up at some point. They misjudged the size of the market, pardon the pun, of obesity and overweight uh, adults in America. Now, the indication is somebody who's obese, which is defined as a BMI over 30, and that's basically your height-weight ratio, and there's a scale that's used, or they have a BMI over, I believe it's 27 or 28, and some weight-related disease such as uh, cardiovascular disease or hypertension, something that can be directly attributed to weight, and if the weight came off, you know, the disease might go away. The way they designed the drug was to be a drug you would take to get the weight off and to stay on the drug the rest of your life. Now, the cost of semaglutide for weight loss is about $1,600 per month. So, you know, 20,000 a year plus. And it's something that you'd take forever. Um, of course, some insurances, most insurance probably don't cover it yet because it's very expensive and a lot of people don't have weight loss insurance coverage. Uh, certainly Medicare wouldn't cover it at this point. But um, this was a big moneymaker for the company. So uh, it's shocking that they didn't anticipate the demand and, and they ran out of it. So what happened in their clinical study is they put people on the semaglutide or, their, or placebo uh, weekly shots for 68 weeks, published in the New England Journal of Medicine in March of 2021. 
And they additionally have them on uh, either the injectable drug or placebo. They ask them to reduce their calories by about 500 calories a day. So if you're eating normally 2,500 calories, try to go down to 2,000. They didn't specify exactly how to do that. And they also ask, ask them to do some sort of moderate exercise, which would be something like walking 150 minutes a week, which would be like 30 minutes a day, five days a week. So walking five days a week and cut your calories down and take this drug or take this placebo. You don't know what you're gonna get and neither will your doctor or the person doing the study. Now at the end of 68 weeks, individuals who took the injections of placebo or the drug um, and were attempting the exercise and, and diet, um, the ones on the active drug lost about 15% of their body weight, not their body fat, but their body weight, 15%. Uh, so for example, somebody weighed 200 pounds, uh, that would be 30 pounds at, uh, at 68 weeks, you know, about a year and a quarter. And the people on placebo lost 2.4%. So the person on placebo that weighed 200 pounds would lose about five pounds over a period of a year of cutting down their uh, calories, uh, and uh, exercising. Now, they didn't control for diet and exercise. They just asked them to do it. And we know people aren't always compliant, especially for a year. And these are people that were wanting to lose weight. So you think they would, you know, have tried diet and exercise in the past. Now, the medication is given once a week as an injectable. It's a, what's called a subcutaneous injection. So it's very easy to give yourself a shot. It's kind of like an insulin needle. It is an insulin needle. And you put it in your you know, stomach or your flank or your hip or something. And the medication uh, has a starting dose and a maintenance dose. So the maintenance dose is 10 times higher than the starting dose. Uh, but people start losing right at the starting dose. And this appears to be a tolerance to the medication where you have to increase the dose, increase the dose, increase the dose to eventually it's 10 times more than the original effective starting dose to maintain the weight off. Now, what we notice when looking at the study is you'd wonder when does a weight loss occur and when does the weight loss kind of trail off? And in their study, New England Journal of Medicine in March of 2021, if we look at the first um, eight to 12 weeks, so about, you know, say four months, three months, 12 weeks, um, they lost about half of the weight they would ultimately lose. And between 12 weeks and 52 weeks, okay, so the next 40 weeks, they lost the other half. So they lost the first half of the weight, about seven and a half percent or so in 12 weeks, and they lost another seven and a half percent or so over the next 40 weeks. And then between one year and 68 weeks. So again, um, you know, 16 weeks later, about four months later, the weight just stabilized. They didn't lose any additional weight, yet they were on 10 times of a higher dose than they were in those first uh, weeks of losing weight. The most rapid weight loss actually occurred at the smallest dose, which was that first four weeks, they lost about two and a quarter percent of their body weight. So we were seeing this rapid weight loss with the starting doses, but as it escalates, um, why doesn't it work as well? Well, there appears to be a tolerance effect where after uh, so much time or so much medication, the body gets tolerant. They even suggest that if you stop your semaglutide for even two weeks, you start at the lower dose again because the higher dose gives side effects when you haven't been taking it. But starting at a much lower dose, there's less side effects However, just stopping it for two weeks, you got to start over again at the low dose. This suggests a very rapid tolerance and a very rapid extinguishing of that tolerance. Now, the placebo individuals lost weight, and they also lost weight in the first 12 weeks. 
And they continued to steadily lose weight, weight up until about 36 weeks when they plateaued uh, and didn't lose any additional weight. So the placebo loss about 2% at the, th at the three months and the active uh, drug group lost about 7.5% of their body weight at the three months. And then uh, over the next almost year, um, additional weight came off in the, in the group of semaglutide and the placebo patients stayed about the same. So that's good to know. You know, we might think about using this for three months and losing weight. Well, what happens when you stop the medication? So another study, uh, this was published in 2022. Um, looks like it was April. Uh, in the uh, Diabetes Obesity Metabolism uh, Journal. They did a study where they withdrew the medication, either placebo or the active semaglutide, but they also instructed the individuals to stop exercising and go back to their old dietary habits, which seems absurd, but the purpose of this study was to prove that uh, to the public and to doctors that you must keep your patients on this medicine forever at uh, $20,000 a year. So in the 68 weeks, they had stopped um, the semaglutide or the placebo. And in this study, um, this portion of the study is reported, they actually lost a little bit more weight than the primary uh, report. And sometimes it's basically what data set they're extracting, but about 16 or 17% of weight loss. And when they stopped the drug, um, the individuals gained most of the weight back within about um, two or three months. And then it kind of leveled off. And they wound up at a, about a year later, keeping some of the weight off, about um, six, five or 6% of their body weight stayed off. Um, so there's 10 pounds or so lighter than they were at the beginning, even though they had gone back to their old eating habits, they had stopped exercising and they stopped the medication. The placebo group, on the other hand, gained all the way back. So that's, that's an interesting tidbit that even a year after stopping the medication, the individuals on the semaglutide taking it you know, a year and a quarter or so were thinner and probably healthier uh, at, a, a, at the second year, at the end of the second year, than people that were on a placebo. Additionally, what they noted was, peop was people that had more significant weight loss had the most retention of the weight loss. So people that lost you know, 25 to 30% of their body weight kept about 12 or 15% of the body weight off, whereas people that only lost a couple percent of body weight, uh, as well as those on placebo, gained it all back maybe in plus some. So that, that's good to know. So what can we do with this? Well, first off, the drug is you know, very, very expensive, um, about $1,600 a month uh, at this time. Insurance generally doesn't cover it because uh, a lot of people don't have coverage for weight loss. It's not considered a, a disease by most insurance companies. And so it's not practical to take something that's that expensive. And additionally, there's some currently some, uh, let's say, generic or compounded versions of semaglutide available. What happened is when the FDA um, gives an approval for a drug, the company also has intellectual property or patenting on the drug um, for, I think, 20 years or so. And the FDA approval uh, is approving the drug and the patent protects the manufacturer to make it. Well, when the um, company ran out of the ability to manufacture the drug because they don't have the supplies, uh, compounders were allowed to make it according to the FDA because it's no longer commercially available. So compounders make drugs that are FDA approved and not commercially available. They can just they can just make it, and that's what they're doing right now. And in order in order to not step on the patents 
of um, semaglutide, my understanding is they're adding things such as B12 or carnitine, other things that reduce some of the side effects of the semaglutide, make it unique so they're not uh, bothering the patent protection of of, uh, the Wagovi. And um, that's something that probably Wagovi will go after at some point. I'm not sure what the whole status of that, but they can legally compound it uh, right now. And it's a lot, lot less expensive. So we've been using uh, this in our patients, uh, the semaglutide, and uh, I wanted to see what would happen if we could change our mindset from being a drug you take for the rest of your life. The drug you might take for a short period of time, mostly during that rapid weight loss phase, which occurs in the first you know, three months or so, and then use another less expensive and very safe drug to help you keep it off and let the tolerance to the semaglutide go away, get extinguished, and perhaps do another round of it later on if you need to lose additional weight. So this is our experience. So in our office in South Carolina, we have employees that wanted to lose weight. And uh, we started them on semaglutide at the lowest dose and escalated it as the uh, company uh, uh, does. We mirrored the same dosing, um, pretty much the same dosing. We used pretty close to identical same dosing. And um, we escalated every four weeks for 12 weeks. And then we switched them over to metformin, which is the number one drug in the well, number three drug in the world, number one drug in the world for diabetes which is also being tested as an anti-aging drug. So metformin appears to extend lifespan and health span. I'm taking it even though I have no diabetes or no obesity or no overweight because it's been shown to extend life in animals and even in humans and studies that have been done. There's a large trial right now just using metformin alone for life extension. A lot of anti-aging doctors know we're, we're taking it ourselves uh, for that purpose. So we know it's safe. Uh, we know it acts on the same GLP-1 pathway in a different fashion. It upregulates GLP-1, whereas semaglutide agonizes it, meaning it makes it work better. So semaglutide pushes GLP-1 forward, which is a favorable drug for weight and cardiometabolic features in your blood sugar, and metformin elevates the level. So we have kind of a push-pull. So we put the individuals on the dose escalation of semaglutide for four months. Then we had them stop it right when they got to the maintenance dose, which is where maximum tolerance occurs and weight loss slows down. And we switched them over to metformin at a dose of 850 milligrams, first at once a day and then going to twice a day. Metformin is better started out you know, once a day and then twice a day after a week or two because there's some, uh, some gastrointestinal side effects that can occur from taking too much at once. And here's our outcome of our individuals. So the Weights, the starting weights were uh, 149 to 237 pounds, um, mostly women, one man, and uh, again, 149 to 237 pounds, and let me pull up their BMI, um, the BMIs ranged uh, from, uh, 26.4, which is pretty close to normal weight, just slightly overweight, to 41.4, which is uh, extremely obese. So there was, there was a big, big range. Uh, so 26.4, 29.1, those are both in the overweight range. 32.3 obese, 37.1, and 41.4, last three being obese and extremely obese. So what happened? 
Well, we um, used the uh, semaglutide for, for three months, switched over to metformin for about a month and a half. Uh, and we've, these are the, and we did one additional intervention. We didn't ask them to exercise, uh, but we um, ordered Mediterranean food, uh, Mediterranean diet uh, for our staff, which uh, in this case included um, poultry, um, vegetables, green leafy vegetables, uh, potatoes, and uh, fruits, some nuts and beans, legumes, and no red meat and no processed food whatsoever. So four days a week, that's they work four days a week. And um, four days a week, they for sure got a healthy Mediterranean meal. Now, whether or not they bought additional stuff on the side, we didn't control for that. But what happens in a group of people working together versus the clinical study, they all know they're getting the active drug. Nobody's getting placebo. And there's some social commitment to you know lose, eating healthy together. And in the clinical study, they you know lost about 15% of their body weight in a little over a year, 68 weeks. What would happen if you all ate together and you for sure had one healthy meal a day? Well, in this group, um, the average weight loss was 24 pounds. And it was 24 pounds plus or minus four pounds. So the least weight loss was 21 pounds and the most weight loss was 28 pounds. And this is a very interesting range because they started at significantly different weights. I mean, you assume people that were heavier would lose weight faster or more. Well, that did happen. The people that were heavier tended to lose more weight, but the people that were uh, just overweight lost 21 and 24 pounds, which made them normal weight, not underweight, just normal weight at the end of the, um, this, this trial run. Additionally, during the metformin switchover phase, nobody gained weight. So there's no weight gain, they kept it off. Now the ones that are now normal weight are just gonna stay in the metformin. They can certainly do that for the rest of their life if they choose, it's safe to take long-term. Um, and uh, the ones that are still overweight because they had started out extremely obese, they're likely gonna do another run in, uh, in two months after uh, they stopped the uh, semaglutide. But starting at the lower uh, dose again, the, the, the dosage that has the most effective weight loss. How about body weight percentage? So in the clinical study, the average weight loss was 14.9% at 68 weeks and in the placebo is 2.4. We saw uh, an average um, was, our, the weight loss was 10% to 14%. So the lowest amount of weight loss was 10% of body weight and the maximum weight loss was 14% of the body weight. Now the person that lost the biggest percentage was also the lowest BMI, the thinnest person in the group. That was 141 pounds. That went down to 128. Uh, and uh, losing the most uh, uh, percentage and the least went down 21 pounds, which was one of the lower amount of pounds lost. So the body weight loss was substantially more than that in the clinical study, almost twice as much. So in the clinical study, it was about uh, six or 7% of the body weight, about half was lost in the first four months, I'm sorry, three months. And in our group, um, it was average of 12% body weight was lost in four months. And this was three months of active drug in one month of washout with the metformin. So it's very interesting. Uh, we'll see how this plays out over time.
We have patients that are on metformin, I'm sorry, on, on the semaglutide, the least amount of weight I've seen clinically in, in my experience, I'm not seeing all the patients, has been 10 pounds at about two months. That was the least. And the most I've seen has been um, 70 pounds in three months. And that was somebody who was really heavy and it was a man uh, who made some additional efforts. Uh, but all in all, uh, we've only had one person not be able to take the medication because of side effects. It causes GI upset for some people. Uh, she had a lot of indigestion from it. A friend of mine had taken it and he got indigestion from it. But in general, I've heard most people, they say they get maybe a little bit of nausea at first and then it just goes away and they tolerate it well. So semaglutide for weight loss, it was designed to be a lifelong drug, which is very expensive. Um, and uh, I'm thinking about it differently, about putting a little bit more effort into uh, the lifestyle change, being really specific on a Mediterranean diet, You know, adding extra virgin olive oil, uh, poultry and fish, uh, but not as the main source of the calories. My main source of calories being from vegetables and legumes and whole grains. This is the most favorable uh, weight loss diet. In the clinical study where they only lost you know, 15% at over a year, uh, they didn't really give them any kind of dietary instructions that were, or, or hold them to it. They just really didn't buy their food. And we at work, we've always bought food for our, for our staff. We have for years anyways. So that's, uh, that's been our experience. Um, hopefully this is helpful for the people to see what, what your alternatives are besides uh, being on a $20,000 $20, a year drug. There's maybe, maybe alternatives. Even when they get back on board with having the uh, commercially available product, uh, it might be that you do three months, which is a lot cheaper, or you might use a compounded uh, version that's available. As of the time of this uh, recording, they are, they are available. We're seeing more and more pharmacies uh, coming through and making it, and it might drop the price even further, but it's way below the, the uh, $1,600 a month. So some glue tie for weight loss. In summary, we saw a, an average of about 12% weight loss, which was 24%, I'm sorry, 24 pounds, plus or minus four pounds. This was in four months with three months on the drug and, and about six weeks on, four to six weeks on metformin. And uh, nobody uh, fell off it in, because of uh, side effects in that grouping. And we're using this same medication pattern in, in our patients. So thank you very much.